Nerd School is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network. Hey, fellows. It's the first night of eleven of the season. Nerd School. Nerd School. My glasses are broken. This will begin season two of Nerd School. Welcome back to season two, Nerd High. Glad to have you. It's going to be crazy stunts. We're going to. No. Joe's going to bring more penis jokes. Not penis stuff. I am a super nerd. The Nerd School Podcast. Starring Andy. Star Spangle Man with a plan. Maybe I'll try to do a cartwheel. TBJ. Congratulations. You did dirt. Ta-da. I got no shame. All my exes can tune in. We can have an episode oh, where I compare them to all the Marvel villains. We can do that. Art star. I don't love Wiener. I'm just trying to make money. Lord <laughs> Artemis Prime. No. Yeah, my real name is Joe. Did I ever tell you about the time I hung out with uh, DMC at Mertz? The Nerd School Podcast. I just wanted us all to share just what we learned from or what what we experienced at Heroes Con and our, our nerd school's first uh, foray into Heroes Con with each other and everything. And what and since we all got separated, like, what did you see? What did you find? And I wanted to share on audio the things that Larry Hama said and taught me that I was excited about. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, you're the you're the student. You're the this is your first convention ever. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Very it was hard. our first. I mean, we've all been to conventions before, but we've never right. actually been on a panel before. We'll we'll get into right. our panels, which went really well. They did. And thanks to everybody who came out for those panels. Yes. Yeah, shout out uh, to yeah, all our awesome. new listeners that were there. We that appreciate every single person who showed up. Even if I threatened you, we're still yeah. and just <laughs> and just getting noticed by people. While we're like on a convention floor and right? at the after party, while Dro- cool. Joe was trying to get me toy drunk. Yes, Joe's <laughs> influence on Art Star. Yep. Yeah, it was really neat. The people was, hey, it's the nerd school guys. Like they would recognize us, and so we're yeah. almost like being kind of a celebrity. And that, yes, yes. 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 who drew the Optimus Prime? Not too about that. Oh, you want the Optimus Prime? I am now. So I'm at my first Heroes Con. It's Friday, the first day, and we just finished our nerd school panel, and it went pretty well, huh? Said it was uh, the best panel of the day. And really? Wait. So what did you say? This guy here. Yeah. What did he say? He joined our like I asked him. Yeah. He knew of us. Yeah. Like not. So yeah. he said, but after seeing the panel, yeah. he joined, he found us on Spotify. I should like, ask him to yeah, say this, said, right? He's right behind you, yeah. <laughs> they just told me, you say you subscribed to our podcast on Spotify? Yeah. Because you were in our panel and you liked us? You had fun yeah. and enjoyed us? I have that same shirt from Loot Crate, by the way. That's when I got this? It's from Loot Crate. From Loot Crate, yeah. right? Did, you, did yeah. you ever get the Cobra from G.I. Joe, the bottle opener? No. Oh, you never got that? Oh, yeah, I got so. the, like, the... the Ears from it was like a necklace of ears from Walking Dead that Daryl oh, okay. had. Okay, but cool. each but ear was so. Yeah. Oh, well, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what's your name? 
Robbie. Robbie. I'm Joe. Nice to meet you, man. Hey, nice Thanks for you. subscribing, man. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thanks for being in there. Oh, you were in there too. Yeah, you guys like it? Yeah. It was a lot I of loved fun. What you yeah. Were. Yeah. It was a lot. It was uh, definitely my favorite panel. Of the yeah. Day. Hey, that's I, great. I, to hear. I hope Daredevil wins it, a TV uh, tournament tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I think it has a good win. shot. I plan on checking out your guys' episode. Hear them like school you on. Yeah. Listen to them because I'm an idiot. I wish we would have got that little boy's name. That little boy, our biggest fan, our broken arm boy. Uh, <laughs> you mean my biggest nemesis yeah, of, the, yeah, of yeah. both panels? Yeah, I was just checking the audio to make sure we got it, and I didn't realize you had a whole on threatened fight with him. That yeah. hey, he, he, went, he came back well. at me. It wasn't just me. I did do fair warning to everyone. Yeah. They yell, but I bite back. I gave that yeah. at the beginning of every panel. <laughs> Feel free oh. to come at me. Hi, everyone. Yes, right. I love it. That's an audience. We're going to do a brief intro of who we are, and then we are... Yep. <laughs> we are we are recording. Official warning. Yes. Everything in here is recorded. God bless it. Can I, intro? Can I intro it? Sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, Zoom makes you do that. Y'all, this is going to happen a lot, and it takes a lot of wrangling for my friends. <laughs> my name is TBJ. I am a one of four hosts of a podcast called Nerd School. We are four hosts. Uh, we have Professor Andy here, who was a comic writer and reporter um, and is all around nerding it since way before I was born. <laughs> uh, we have Art Star here. He's our probably second highest nerd on the totem pole, but he fancies himself a Sith, so I put him at the bottom. Making <laughs> no matter what his knowledge says. Uh, we have Joe here is our student. Joe has a thousand million trillion questions about everything that comes out in a superhero movie. So most of our podcast is us explaining everything to Joe. Uh, we For season one, we worked our way through uh, phase one of the MCU. And then we every summer, we take summer field trips and watch movies we each recommend, like stupid things, like Barbarella. Um, <laughs> sorry if you like Barbarella, but... That was my suggestion, Barbara. So every summer we take a break and we watch something outside just to cape up with our nerddom. We're in season, uh, did we finish? Where are we? With Phoebus. We're at the end of season two. Yeah, We're in the season two. two. Sometimes I can't remember where we are. Uh, so we decided today that we were going to take two of our favorite things, movies <laughs> and sports ball. <laughs> Can you tell how much I love sports ball? <laughs> okay. So, you know, when you watch sports ball, there are like these brackets because they have these tournaments and then like all these teams must come together and fight. They battle. Mm -hmm. They do the thing. They also do that at WrestleMania 4. Okay. Yes. I don't know anything about WrestleMania. But in sports ball, I learned that this happens. So we have 64 teams or 64 movies that are competing against each other. So that's 32 matchups. Okay. We're going to go a little fast in the, in, the, in the first bit, but feel free to boo and yell and whatever. But I will note that I yelled back. <laughs> you have been warned. Mm -hmm. uh, and then when we get to the Sweet 16, that's a word I remember today from sports. When we get to the Sweet 16, we will then hit the microphone out to you guys, and you can start telling us between the competitors. And that's how it is a live bracket. We have the bracket up, so you will be seeing how we win. If you think we were absolutely wrong, again, we can fight later in the parking lot. But I, I warn you against it, because I'm pretty stealthy. I might be short.
Well, yeah, of all the things I would have thought would have happened at our panels, TBJ threatening to beat up a child was not <laughs> right. on my bingo list. Hey, exactly. It was warranted, one. <laughs> Two, that kid was about it, okay? Yeah. He, was, he loved he it. Yeah. Oh, he, he was throwing down. He was happy to and be And his dad, his dad knew he had it coming, so. Yeah. <laughs> his dad fine. was not going to stop it. Yeah. He's, no. He's, yeah. So I had parental consent. I'd like to say he did not say, whoa, 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 back up off the kid. At either panel, mind you. Yeah, at he was either at both. panel. Yeah. Uh, we had I a lot of strong kid, I wonder if he went home that night and be like, Dad, we got to go back tomorrow because those guys are great, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's something to note, guys. We did have a good amount of people who returned yeah. day two yeah, of our right. discussion. And that felt good because that meant our formula and what we talked about and how yeah. we did it was resonating enough. And that weird. I mean, I think we're pretty cool together. That's why mm-hmm. we're here. Well, um, me and Andy, other people felt that too. Well, me and Andy was at the panel before our first panel. Yeah. And, you know, we was taking stock of like how many people were there. And then like, it felt good to surpass that panel. And that panel was basically like a podcast one-on-one kind of thing. Like, yeah. what do you have to do and all of this and all of that. And it was a good panel. Actually yeah, it was good. It was like, good. Hey, we watched uh, no disrespect, but like, yeah, no we disrespect. were very surprised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It helps, I think, that we had uh, pretty good gimmicks, thanks to uh, right. Andy Mansell with uh, uh, Heroes Con for sort of setting us up with a great way to to get us involved and also yeah. give us a hook to get some people there. Yeah, definitely. Right. The top. Yeah, what we did. Smart. Yeah, yeah, uh, we ran um, superhero movie tournament for on Friday night. Sports basically just like uh, March Madness, 64 superhero movies in a big tournament to see who would win. And uh, reign supreme. And uh, Black Panther came out on top, knocking off Avengers Endgame in the final matchup. Here we go. Black Panther. Final. Versus Avengers Endgame. This is the final match. Is that a sports song? That plays that plays somewhere in sports ball. Forever. It does play in sports ball somewhere. Yes, I can. I'm just All right. In game hands. All right. Black Panther hands. Wow. All right, ladies and gentlemen, and all friends in between, we have our top winner of the 2022 Heroes Con Sports Ball Nerd School Championship. And Mr. Mansell's jaw has dropped. It's Black Panther. And then on Saturday, uh, we did the same thing, a big March Madness-style tournament, except with superhero TV shows. And believe it or not, there are 64 of them now. We've got people that want to voice their opinion on television. All right, it's time. Television. You ready? About television. You ready? Television. Oh, you started recording? Oh. Yep, we are recording. All Nerd right. School Podcast. Day two, Heroes Hello, friends. Friends, Romans, countrymen. Hi, so uh, we're in our school, and before we start with our welcome, how many friends are coming back after hanging out with us yesterday? Yes. Most of you were cool with me. Some of you, we got words. It's fine. (laughs) Like, this is coming from an era, like, back, I remember back in the 90s, Wizard Magazine would, every month, would have 
the the casting call for the Captain America movie, the Captain the casting call for the Hawkman movie or whatever, and it was always mostly wrestlers because they always thought they had to be the dudes that could pull off the superhero costume right. looks, not realizing you know you know you can beef up regular actors. But uh, yes. I mean, like there was one I I actually saw one recently. There was an old image of him, and one of them had like Robert De Niro as Wolverine uh because it was back in the day when he was just off of cape fear and he had the buff thing and he had the the raggedy hair Uh, (laughs) okay but yeah so but now we're in an era where we don't have to do that anymore because they're doing it themselves and where we just get to see the stuff and it's just every once in a while i stop and just get amazed that we're in that space we've come from there where no one wanted to make superhero movies at all to that's being what some incredible uh, actors yeah. taking on these roles that's right who are good actors who also you know hello um thor you also take your time in the gym <laughs> like i'm not mad at you <laughs> i'm excited and you can act good job and uh natalie portman i think got real buff for thor love and thunder i, know, I can't wait that's to see that coming out soon i'm We're hearing check it out I'm hearing everybody's already saying it's terrible, right? Is that what the word is? I've heard mixed things. I've heard uh, I loved it, and I've heard some people go, it's a disaster. But the kind of people who will say it's a disaster, I don't, I don't trust them. Like, yeah, they don't always. I mean, it might be bad. But I, well, I'm wondering also. But if you remember, not everyone loved the OG Thor, right? Not everyone yeah. was like, yay. And I was like, I liked it because I'm here for the romance. but also um there's some other good parts of it i think i'm excited to see it i i think people have to some people who hate everything all together are always going to be out there there are going to be some people who are not going to be fans of any changes they make right there's a lot of people they they want comic book they want direct comic book translations yeah right and so yeah so i think uh uh thor ragnarok was well received enough that everyone kind of went uh all right taika went he you can do whatever you want and maybe he went too far i don't know but also there's there's a contingent of you know like thor like people like the comic book thor there's a real uh hard ass viking lore warrior kind of thing about it and Mm -hmm. gore the god butcher is the villain and he's uh he's a pretty uh, as far as I remember, he was sort of like a gruesome, more serious kind of villain. So if they make him silly, then I can see comic nerds going, "Come on!" But uh, so back to the uh, Heroes Con. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Quick question about the panels for you guys. So were those panels that we participated in, and you guys saw even the ones that aren't? Is that kind of this? That's kind of the deal at a, co- a comic book convention. It's it's in like a ballroom it's just like kind of people talking They're in the like, offset yeah. rooms of wherever your convention is yeah yeah that's yeah. the norm and it's is is that sort of like a normal attendance like they're not usually packed it's just a few people here and there or are they uh, it, 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 yeah it depends on who's there i mean if we uh i mean how many people were at the larry hama larry hama uh, was more than we had but not by much i yeah, mean even the jonathan john one minute the jonathan hickman i guess that was kind of packed right yeah, but I, mean, I will it, admit, like as someone who's gone before, I don't, I don't always go to the conversations. I like, I'm that person who is just here to go watch people watch yeah. and mm-hmm. shop, 
and walk the floor. I don't always, this was the first time I really took some time to actually go watch some panels and participate. Um, and I enjoyed it. Like I had a black, I did a draw with me. I was like, y'all, I texted you guys. I'm like, I'm basically yeah. a comic book artist now. Yeah. So yeah. that art star, <laughs> I'm a genius. <laughs> um, it was fun, but there also are a lot of people who are there to, you know, people watch. And yeah, the, the, the show watch. floor is usually the big draw. It's where mm-hmm. all yeah. the cosplay people hang out. It's where you can buy stuff and look at stuff and see weird yeah, stuff. I, I started watching. Yeah. What's that? Like Bang meets that the guy from uh, right in front of you. Oh, right there, the guy yeah. From uh, yeah. the house of a thousand corpses. I'm afraid I always feel bad for staring at people, but they will obviously they want you to stare. Free coffee samples. Comic coffee samples. Free samples. Comic coffee samples. But uh, it depends on where you are and what the panels are. I mean, mm-hmm. if you got you know, Heroes Con is has a reputation and like comic professionals love it because it's focused on comics but having gone to like san diego comic-con which is the biggest one in the world many times and it just kind of jams up the entirety of downtown san diego and that place is packed you're wading through uh almost shoulder to shoulder with everybody uh cutting through nerd stench and uh (laughs) those panels can get packed because you know there's hall h the biggest hall and the San Diego convention center is where, you know, Marvel studios comes and previews mm-hmm. the things there. You're like, no one else is going to see for another three months. Yeah. And the movie's not going to be released till next year, but here's some teaser footage of that. And p- the people line up around the building and it's a big building and pack this place and sit there all day because then they'd have to go back in line and come back in. So mm-hmm. that's, it can get, that, that's like the high end hysteria yeah, level. Because celebrities show up there relaxed. too. It's pretty cool. Yeah, Heroes Con is a lot more chill um, to the point where they can say, "Hey, hey uh, nerd school, you've never yeah. done a panel yeah. before. Come do two panels." <laughs> yeah, and uh, they saw uh, something in this. They saw. They yeah. saw. But there was represent. This looked like there was representation from all over the the country, if not the world, from yeah comic artists from everywhere. There was a guy from. A lot of people from New York I talked to. There was uh, somebody from Dayton, I think, a comic shop. You know, there was like Nashville, a lot of people from Tennessee. So there was, I mean, there was a ton of people there. Yeah. Uh, we have a pretty good con and a pretty good reputation. Yeah. My, my biggest regret is that I didn't get over to any of the cosplay contests. I I meant to, one was starting and I was like, oh, I'm yeah. going to go do this one thing and then go over there and then go up to get ready for our panel. And I I, you know, yeah. anyway, got distracted and forgot everything I was going to do. And I never got over to see one of those. I mean, I got to see a lot of the cosplayers, but uh, especially after watching Ms. Marvel, like I really wanted to spend more time watching their competition, you know. Uh, I think that's that's a lesson to take right there, though, is um, planning, right? You know, you're coming and like planning what that day looks like and trying to fit. You can't fit everything into one day, which is why three days is great. Yeah. Um, but really taking the time and mapping out what you is like what you cannot miss you know what i mean and really working your way through the con next year well and that floor got me over so overwhelmed each time that i was just like uh overstimulated i want to see everything (laughs) i don't know where to go now and then right not only did you want to see everything you also spent at least 10 years at every stop 
I will tell our audience. I ended up, <laughs> I ended up walking, walking. I walked the floor like twice over and came back to you guys. Andy knows it because I kept finding Andy. I would walk the whole thing and then like reroute myself back and be like, Andy, where's everybody? He's like, I don't know. And then I would walk over again and check something out. What is the chase? This is Stretch Armstrong, right? Yeah. This is Stretch Armstrong. Yeah. The chase figure has stretchy arms. The normal figure doesn't. That's what basically a chase is. Look, if you look at the back, it's the same thing. Yeah. Except the image because it's, he has stretchy arms. The chase figure is always, there's something always different about, about a chase figure. Yeah. So, like how this is a limited edition Grizzlor. Yeah. Like the normal Grizzlor is probably not clocked. Clocked? That means it has, it's that fuzzy. Oh, it's got fuzzy hair. hair. Yeah. Isn't that guy from, that's from Rick and Morty, right? Yeah. That's a guy that uses his toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Rick and Morty is probably one of the greatest shows of this generation. Uh, if there was a Meeseeks. They don't even appreciate it. If there was a Meeseeks. I'm sure you can find a Meeseeks around here. Yeah, I did a whole transaction for you guys. You did too. I did a transaction too. I bought soap. You just did it. I Shopping. I walked this way and looked back. I was like, y'all know what we, well, he was teaching me. I got audio. Okay. Did you really? Does she know what? Uh, yeah, I'm recording this. As you should be. Does she know what? Uh, chase. I don't know. Chase figures. Chase. Chase. I'm not you have to chase it. No. He taught me some about collecting toys. There you go. And I got audio. Hopefully the audio. Just like a hero place. Most rare figure. Yeah, it's called Chase. Well, I have the audio. I have an hour's worth of audio of us walking around, so I'm not sure what's all on it yet, but I, I enjoyed more than anything talking to people and finding yeah. out a like where are you from, what you know, what do you do? Where this is a comic shop? Do you have a toy store? Where are you guys from? We're, we're basically out of. Um, I live in Greenville, Tennessee, but if okay. you're if you're ever in the uh, Digit Forge area, like if yeah. you're going to Dollywood, yeah, no, yeah. There's, a, there's a great big flea market that sits right off to the side of the interstate as soon as you get off that exit ramp. Yep. I have six 12 by 16 booths in there full of this stuff. Oh, you do? Okay. Awesome. More comics, more figures in the yeah. section. Like I have a, I have a Star Wars section. I have a yeah. pop section. I have a Marvel yeah. Legends section, a DC section. Yeah. You know, so. Like, are you online? How did you make this? Like one guy, all of his toys didn't even realize that they were all uh, 3D printed. Like they're, they're not real toys you can get anywhere, but he's got action figures of Star Wars that they never made. Uh, that he 3D printed, and then he's got the, you know, he's got the packaging that looks like real '70s packaging. I I yeah. find it hard to believe that there is a Star Wars figure that has never been made. <laughs> right. Well, it was like, fe- that's what every he said. character. Well, it was like specific ones too. Like I just did some custom, some custom. Yeah. yeah, it was like Boba Fett from the cartoon, you know, and so it was a little different. You know, it was the colors were a little different. It was. Uh, cad bane i guess which i i assume they would have made a cad bane but he yeah. he was insistent that they didn't make any of these you know these particular action figures uh 
I mean, just because you can get a Cad Bane in like the Black Series. Maybe was he doing like vintage? What it was it? the old size. It was the old size, yeah. like the old. So like some of, some some of the like now because as the resurgence of popularity in Star Wars, like Star Wars, like that Kenner and and all Kenner, these other yeah. companies, yeah, they're they're releasing like vintage versions of like older figures or figures that never had figures, figures that or characters who never had figures, um, stuff from like the uh, that's that's now canon in the main universe. They're making figures for that, and then there's also they're doing black series figures. So, I bet it's, they've made figures of B. Arthur and Art Carney from the Holiday Special <laughs> somewhere. You can get that, but now that yeah, you can three D print somewhere anything, on the World Wide Web. Yeah, I there's know, even a, a booth where you could do a three D printing like yourself. statue of yourself. Yeah, so which was pretty cool. I didn't get to that one. So there's a lot of stuff I still missed. So but yeah, enjoyed- what, what you do, you fight, you go into the, the hall and you start on one side, go up and down every aisle until you get to the well, other side. And I, I do, I guess I do wish I never once looked at a map or anything. So I wish yeah, I would have looked at it. Yeah, right. you have to definitely plan. See, Andy, I'm opposite. I do the outer rim first and yeah. then I snake through the oh the really. Rest. Uh, which is why I kept walking in the outer room and then I went through the rest um, on my way back to you guys. But yeah, you have to go in with a plan, Joe, because there's so yeah. many tables and so much cool stuff. Like it's yeah. a lot of cool things and a lot of people you just want to chat with. Yeah. Uh, I met a, well, a, a great black woman artist who does. Um, oh, God, she did the pride issue with Poison Ivy and my brain is going mush. Harley Quinn. Yep. I was like, why don't I, I'm looking at them? Um, and she does uh, Nubia. Like she was there, and that was a cool chat. To you know, she's not front mm-hmm. and center, and it was she had a small table, but looking at her repertoire and just chatting with her, and as a black woman artist in a space where you don't normally see a bunch of black women, current you know, that's not the norm, right? It was really cool to have those conversations. So I get it, Joe. You just gotta we gotta make you a plan. We gotta make you a map and split your route up between days well and yeah that's what i kind of want to share some of the stuff i got and some like some when i bought cobra commander that guy just threw in these comics that i never heard of and they're they're called dual identity there's two of that have you ever heard of this and i mean art said he never heard of it it's it's all female superheroes uh and then one called uh white uh, you're gonna get a lot of independent arrow or something like Mm-hmm. Absolute yeah. comics is absolute comics. Well, see, and no see, thing. Here, all this is what this is what happened. So after I peer pressure Joe in the bind with over commander, I picked up one of the books. I'm like, oh, it's free here. Take this thing. And then yeah. that's when once he's paying for the stuff, the other guy was like, here, take some of these. It just threw some. And Joe was like, what? Like, yeah, I didn't even if I had known that I was trying to look for free stuff because being somebody well, who doesn't even know where to begin, I want a bunch it, of free comics, but I didn't know they had them just laying around. Here's, here's the thing sometimes, even if you got even if you're not looking for free shit, like I remember I went to the first time I went to the mini con down here. I remember just sitting down with this guy, like, oh, cool. So I started going through his dollar boxes, buying up shit, and then the dude was like, here, take some more. Here, take some more. He just started yeah. throwing shit in my bag. Right, because a lot of times when they bring this stuff, like I was telling you at the end of this con, when we was walking around, they don't want to take a lot of all of this shit back with them. So it's like, True. okay, we'll mark the prices down. Someone's spending the money. Let's give them some kick. I don't want to say kickback. Let's give them 
some free stuff for spending money with us or whatever. Yeah. So you'll get all yeah. sorts of deals on the last day. Yep. When yeah, we caught some good deals on the last day. Well, I got Cobra Commander for forty percent off, and then I we bought the comic books from uh, Greg Anderson Elise Elise, I guess his name is, author out of Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not of the Wear Spider um, Nazi. It's based on African folklore, so right. that's our like. Um, uh, who's the American version of that art? Because we have Br'er Rabbit and a Nazi, the spider, from culturally. Not a Nazi, a Nazi. A Nazi. A Nazi. So (laughs) I kept hearing a Nazi. I'm pretty sure that you said Nazi too. I was like, no, no, a Nazi. I was like, that guy was a Nazi. I had no idea that guy was a Nazi, and I gave him forty bucks. (laughs) but no, I I loved. We got one of his comic book too in our family because I love. One, you're taking comic books and then you're adding history, cultural history. I in love the mix. it. Yeah. I love was like, it. yes, please. And it mentions the first comment, the first episode mentions the Br'er Rabbit in it and yeah. other things. Uh, which was, I mean, and I was just looking through it and the art is, the art is beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. And that's one of the things I'm like, I'm, I'm really, I don't know how to say this. I'm like learning to appreciate just the artistic value of comics like mm-hmm. you know when i was a kid i just read it for the action and everything but it's like now i'm like i'll just look at a page and just be like god this is beautiful like i find it i guess there you I, go yeah i don't know there you go that's <laughs> an important step right i don't know what what turned that on for me uh other than we'll just say it's like, us we'll take credit it, well it could be i mean part of it was i mean you guys gave me the speeches before we went about a, you know like respecting the artist and make sure to pay the artist and all that kind of thing and just talking about what and then seeing all these people reminded me of just the comic the performance art world that we're in mm-hmm. you know you and i we all know all of us here know a lot of performing artists who are just struggling to get their art out they all have to have day yeah. jobs but we do our art uh for free or we try to get paid for it. we do it because we it's a passion and I know struggling comedians and, and a lot of comedians and actors that are trying to do their thing. And, you know, I never really even thought much about authors and artists and comic book artists. And there's all these people like looking at what art star can do just with his hands. He can make beautiful things and he, you know, he, he should get paid for it. Uh, yeah. And, you know, and just, and then seeing all these people there that are like-minded individuals, it's like, uh, mm-hmm. It was like an art fair type of thing. It's like just all these artistic people that are also nerdy, just packed into this place together, trying to make a thing. Like, mm-hmm. just I guess being that I went there and I bumped into my comedy friends, my improv friends who are writing a comic book, which I had no idea. That's called Sasquatch, the War Ender, where Sasquatch is destroying Hitler. Uh, you know, and it's kind of a funny action comic. But that just reminded me of like, there are people artists trying to do this they're just it's just Mm -hmm. art and it's beautiful and then just just realizing how good this art is and how gorgeous it is and how just looking at it it's cool like i think think about the work that goes into it and how difficult it is and especially then that gives you a a respect for the people who marvel puts out a bunch of comics marvel dc like all the big distributors put Mm -hmm. out tons of comics on a weekly basis yeah and these artists have to work on deadlines they have to produce right. you know, 24 pages per comic 
Mm-hmm. Well, I, think, I think another thing that helped me kind of appreciate it was Larry Hama's panel where he talked about part of the reason he got G.I. Joe was he was an artist, not a storyteller. He, he was an artist and they did not want in those days, they didn't want anybody switch. Like they didn't want artists telling stories. And they want storytellers drawing. And he was like, they were adamant about that. No, you're not allowed to do anything. And so G.I. Joe, when that came about, it was just another toy, like the toy uh, comics nobody wanted to ever do. They were commercial toys, and he had to basically just, we made a toy, you have to write something about this toy. And right. they, were, they were crap, and they didn't get any support or marketing, and you didn't make any money. So every single person, Larry Hama said, every single person at Marvel passed on it. And they went up and down the aisle. He was His office was the very last one, and they came to him very last, and they had nobody else to go to. And he was like, sure, I'll do it. Because he, number one, wanted to be a storyteller. He wanted to tell stories and nobody else would. Oh, that, that, that one story he was telling about 9-11 was like, it was almost like you want to just cry, right? Well, he started, the, I, he started the panel off because he was at, uh, he lives right by Ground Zero. Oh, wow. And, and he was there during 9-11. So they started off like, tell us about 9-11. I was like, I don't. No offense, but I don't want to know about 9-11. I want to know everything else about you. But it was very good. It was very Yeah, good. but it was, just the fact that I was sitting there, like he was probably the only one who was in the midst of 9-11, but they didn't, Marvel didn't include him in the 9-11 tribute book. Yeah. They were like, yeah. I, when they said that, I kind of like, like, wait, is he like kind of taking shots at Marvel here? Like, so like, he hey. kind of was, you know I felt like. He, yeah. he just, he, he seemed like a guy who's been around and doesn't give a fuck anymore. Yeah, so but he's still, still, still <laughs> humble. After you though, live a humble. life, shoot. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, we're all kind of there. I mean, I get it. And, and I actually appreciated his frankness with a lot of it. I mean, he kind of just, he explained the bullshit and G.I. Joe happened to be right like you didn't get rights or anything to those afterwards, but that was the first one after he wrote it or had got on it and started making it was when you started getting royalties. He was like, none of the, everybody else before that didn't get any royalties. So he, that became his bread and butter. He made all this. And the other thing is he never watched any of the cartoons. Like they right. asked him, like, what'd you think about the cartoons? Like, I don't know. I've never seen them. Like, what? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, it wasn't written by me. So I didn't want to see it. Like, I don't, I don't even want to know what they did. And I think that explains kind of why the cartoons really dumb. And, and the comics that I'm reading are great. Uh, but he was like, yeah, I was like, these are characters. And I asked him, the question I asked him was like, you bait, because he, he said he based a lot of the characters off of his buddies because he was in the service. And uh, I said, and any of your friends that, recognize themselves and be like hey you can't use me in the comic and he said no i i send them toys uh and they make a lot of money off of them so he said wild wild bill's my buddy in texas he's a real guy airtight is my buddy that's in wisconsin i sent him he just sold toys and bought a glock with it you know and i was like uh, (laughs) and he just said thanks for the glock but he didn't give a shit about the toys like they don't give a shit that they're like if i was airtight i'd be like i'm fucking airtight man (laughs) (laughs) yeah if i was based on anybody's artistic work i'd take all the credit and you can take pictures of me and i will sign whatever everywhere we go yeah, I'll, I'll buy all the comics. I'll put them up everywhere. But uh, yeah, he said his friends didn't give a shit about them, except that they got toys in their closets. And, uh, you know, just he talked about donating a bunch of toys that they'd send them all the toys all the time. And he just gave them away to people. Like yeah, everybody in the room was like, oh, God, Jesus, what those are worth now. Um, <laughs> I think those are the big things that I want to just kind of get out there. It's like the things he said that I couldn't believe. Uh, mm-hmm. 
and he did he did say oh the other cool thing he said was sometimes there was a cha- he, he looked at it as a challenge like they would the toy company hasbro or whatever would just they would tell him what he would want to tell him what to draw on the cover they said the cover draws him in so we want this on the cover we don't care what's in the book but he took that as a challenge he'd draw whatever they say like they'd tell him what toys to draw he'd draw them on there and then he would backwards write the book the story to match what the cover was and so he was like that's yeah. a challenge for me and he used an example it's funny he used an example he's like they'll say like uh draw a cobra guy on a hang glider and draw the gi joe guys on the uh, uh whatever he called this the snow sled and the very next i was reading gi joe on, on the comiXology app and the next very next episode uh, issue i got to was that cover uh and i have it as my background now on my phone because he was like talking about that specific one and just thinking about him drawing this uh oh you can't see it but so much clear drawing this cover and then uh what if you were having to make this story it's it was like uh issue 11 okay yeah i mean yeah i was just gonna say like that is a lost art i think because these days the cover has does not have to have anything to do with what's in the well, book. Well, we well, well, we seen like while we was walking around trying to find my juggernaut figure, um, we saw blank comics, and I was explaining to Joe how like how some people will actually go and they'll buy comics with blank covers and they'll take them to the artist and be like, "Hey, can you draw this on there?" Or they'll just if they want to, they'll take it and they can create their own cover for the comic. But like yeah. a lot of times, they sell blank covers. Our comics now. Yeah, just like if it's a Daredevil comic, as long as it's a picture of Daredevil in some way, it, like yeah. it used to be, it had to reflect what was in the comics. Like, like there'd be all these word balloons. Like Daredevil, oh no, I'm I'm against Mister Fear. How am I going to beat him this time, or something like that? But now it's just some kind of cool splash page of Daredevil looking mm-hmm. all moody or whatever, and <laughs> throwing a baton. Maybe, maybe someone else who was in that issue, like oh, Electra's in this issue. Put it Electra on there. Joe's Joe's nerddom is getting big. I'll be reading a comic and I'll just be like, that's such a cool panel. And I'll just stare at the panel for two minutes and then I'll just screen grab it. So I got all these like screen grabs of like snake eyes and everything. And I don't guess it's just just more to show that I've been like really appreciating the art and the beauty of comics. And that's good. So I'm yeah, yeah, becoming a huge nerd. I bought D &D (laughs) dice. I'm trying to design a role-playing game. Uh, download a D <laughs> podcast that that they play D D like uh, uh, and in a funny way I guess but um, I don't know there's all this stuff that I'm just nerded out there's I, I regret there's so much I regret I wish I would have spent more time <laughs> on in general you regret or just... nothing you should regret nothing Joe. in life in your relationships no no <laughs> no from the heroes con just the heroes I failed con. I wish... as a father and a husband <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah well that too but i wish i would have spent less time with my kids and more time at nerd conventions well, well, i mean who goes to compromise first... with your kids at nerd conventions? yeah well who goes to their first nerd convention at 45 it's like all these years i didn't go but still i'm like first time for everybody everybody mm-hmm. Uh, we're always taking new nerds. We're always yeah. Up. There's no age limit on discovering something new. Well, there's got... no age limit on enjoying something new. My Jam right. Master J action figure now because of the nerd con. I saw that there. there I had to buy it cheaper online. I don't know, but I just 
there was so much there that I didn't get a chance to see because I thought, oh, I have all weekend. And it goes so fast. You know, you yeah. go so fast when you're talking to people. And when you're looking for stuff, like Art Star and I started looking for, they had a re reaction uh, action set of Snake Eyes. Snake Eyes. There's that scene in G.I. Joe when Snake Eyes gets lost and when he first gets his dog and this old Eskimo guy finds him. And it was an action set of the Eskimo and the bobsled with snake eyes in the back and the dog pulling, you know. And, and so hey, hey, was Joe and I, like I was one trying to find my jacket off figure, but Joe was determined to show me this reaction set. Like he was <laughs> determined to show it. It was almost like, you know, when you're that little kid and yeah. like, you know, I always talk about like my friend growing up, like that's the way we were. Like it was always like once we got some sort of new toy, but like we couldn't wait. To show each other the new toy, yeah. and Joe had that moment. That's like, how it was. Joe yeah. was determined. He like, I don't know. I think it was right here. Oh no, no, wait, wait, wait. It was right here. Then we looking on the picture. Like, well, yeah, that it was, was it. like right I here. I couldn't figure out where I was. Is you that know, I, when Andy and I lost you both? That's probably because yeah. he was looking for Juggernaut, <laughs> and I kept thinking I'd find it, and and then I wanted to show him that, and then like the reaction, I, I, it brought me in this whole world of reaction figures that there's they make one of roadblock called body massage it's just roadblock with that thing and the packaging says body massage you can yeah. buy that and the the computer like they, they have a <laughs> computer they have an action figure of that like uh stop all the downloading <laughs> help computer yeah dbj has no idea what we're talking about oh, the, there's that. classic uh this is like early internet comedy was uh i can't remember the name of who did it but so they in took the a 80s lot of... tbj do you know about those gi joe psas that they had it was awesome that were Where like the end of every episode it'd be like hey don't touch live electric wires knowing yeah. is and like now we know now knowing, you know, is, knowing half is, is half the battle yeah. me and my yeah. me and my work wife when i used to work at the art store we used to sit on the art store some sundays on the internet just watching those psas and it was just somebody took the animation from that and just made them really weird, surreal. Like they dubbed over. Yeah. yeah. They dubbed over something weird. And so Roadblock in one of the old BSAs and the new one was just ask, offering body massages to, to these two. What's a body massage? Lord. Who and wants then, a body massage? And then, and then Snow Job is Australian and screaming at kids to get off of his lawn. It's just like <laughs> or, random, weird. That was like the first so, internet like comedy yeah like you said to me like, well not that I, I wouldn't say this the first but it, it was early on and then it was getting a brilliant idea going viral going how about that yeah so kinda, now they've yeah. made action figures of those so yeah it's kind of funny it's like, anyway like but you, i guess that's my biggest thing i mean sorry i'm just going back to just how I, I, I wish i wanted to talk to every person there and get their story. I wanted to make a documentary of all these people or something. I don't now know. you have oh, goals you know. for the next year. You plan yeah. it well. You're just gonna have to take all three days off. Do not work. Yeah. And from morning to evening, you're gonna have to spend at the con. Well, Art and I talked about the volunteers and how does that work? Uh, do they have to volunteer the whole time? And like, can you volunteer? Was one, I was also wondering if they were happy, were they excited to sit by and like, you know, we've seen the one guy who was. I guess the first day we saw him, he was random. I, I, we, I think we saw him at the, I didn't see him on the, on the convention floor, but I did see him when we were at the uh, after party when he had like, I, no, I did see, I saw him on the convention floor as his, in a Spider-Man suit. But then at, yes. the convent, at the after party, I saw him with the orange Heroes Con volunteer shirt on. Yeah, so that, that was the one thing. And we knew, we knew a guy from one of our nerd 
uh, Nerdy Night Out shows, he was volunteering at the paint and what's it called? Just draw and sit. Draw and, uh, draw and sit. Drink and draw. Drink and Drinking draw. Drink and draw. Yeah, draw. And probably, you know, yeah. it's a good way to save yourself money and get yourself into a con. Yeah, do you automatically get in if you volunteer one day? That's Brian. We'll Normally ask him. That's one of the competencies. I know, like in Baltimore, that's what they would do. Like, if you would volunteer, you would get like a three day pass, but then you have to basically be, you spent a lot of your time working. I mean, I guess we don't have like, to, as long as we're doing another panel, we're probably good, but. That reminds me, though, uh, I am now uh, uh, an artist who has sold art. Yes, you are. I, I drew yeah, let's talk Optimus about Prime. This event. Let's talk about a, this event. Let's explain this yeah. event a little bit. The drink and draw is uh, where, like, after the show floor closes, everyone goes to the next door hotel. And in one of the ballrooms, they've got, like, you know, all the professionals coming in. Uh, they they provide art materials like uh, like <laughs> what uh, I think what was the guy's name it was like Joe's cheap art or something like that or yeah, cheap yeah. Joe's art no it's Joe's cheap, cheap Joe's art. art something like that and uh, so they provide art materials like little coasters you can draw on or full on pieces of paper and then like all the professional artists will come in there knock out a few sketches and then turn them in and then they auction them right off depending and you know it varies depending on how well known the artist is create something and then we'll try to auction it off in real time the important thing about this event is that all of the money we raise tonight 100% of it goes to Michael J. Fox Foundation yeah Michael J. Fox so far over the past decade we've raised nearly $300,000. So we're at the drinking so room. The 10th anniversary help us make even more difference. Or the drink and draw. We're at the drink and draw. What is this? A reception? And so there we go. We met somebody who liked our panel and is not going to subscribe to us. Um, And so here we are, and this is a cool thing where you can buy a coaster, and these famous artists will draw something, and then they'll auction it off. I guess you can get a bidding war, but all the money goes to support the Michael J. Fox Foundation. But also, based on the success of this, that means next year's uh, con will be better, uh, they said. The more money we raise. Anyway, I'm drinking a hop, drop, and roll. Art Star's drinking a hop, drop, and roll, drinking some local beers. Andy's drinking a Sam Adams. Uh, and we're just decompressing. But even if you're not an artist, there's a $5 table where if you want to draw something, or if I want to take a coaster and draw Optimus Prime saying, enjoy cheese, and then uh, <laughs> sign it on the back, Nerd School Podcast, throw it down on the $5 table. And the guy who bought it was somebody who came to one of our panels and he bought it because it's a nerd school podcast. On That's it, right. Not because it was any good, but because uh, hey, he liked our panel. subjective sometimes. Yes. And uh, I, I bought the ones I bought. Somebody told me. Oh, yeah. Them. Tell a story, Joe. Yeah, so Tell I, a story, Joe. So I bought four of them because I decided I want to buy something. And what happened to them? From this. And I want to frame it with a picture of us from the nerd school podcast and have it forever be our a framed thing of our first uh, Heroes Con. And so I went to the the $20 table and I was like, I'm not 
spending 20 bucks went down to the ten dollar table and right when i got to the ten dollar table they took stuff from the twenty dollar table and moved it down to ten so it got cheaper and it was these four that i was looking at this that and i didn't know who drew it at the time when they pulled them down they put them in front of me and they said these were done by an uh a 13 year old girl over there. Like, and then they were amazing ghostbusters and spider pig. And there was one of, Oh, and uh, the money raised goes to charity. Yeah. The money. Yeah. This it's one was like- all for Michael J. Fox's Parkinson's foundation, which is near and dear to Andy and I's heart because our, our grandpa passed away at Parkinson's he had yeah. Parkinson's for 14 years. It stole like one of the greatest people of our entire lives away from us for a mm-hmm. while. Um, so it meant a lot. So I want to spend money on that too. But I also wanted some. And so this girl, she had a whole Ghostbusters thing on a coaster that had the marshmallow man or the yeah, the marshmallow man and all that. And it was really well done. Slimer was on there. And they said, yeah, this girl's 13. I was like, that's so awesome. And so I bought hers. Uh, I bought her three and one other one from somebody who did um, uh, basketball granny from the 80s commercials. Yeah, the Larry Johnson. Grandmama. Grandma oh. from the remember that oh, and it was like i was like i totally remember that and it was so well done and that was from a guy named uh jason draws things anyway uh i couldn't remember where i put those coasters for a while i was looking for them I was like, where the hell did i put them and then i found them unfortunately in the dryer uh in Lord, a, million, a, a million a million pieces uh so i washed them all no. and dried them and they're ruined good uh, job idiot but i Jeez. but i you have a nice stupid idiot but i have a nice picture of them uh you don't have the art you have a picture of the art i have a picture of the art so well i told him he could still to get the take a picture of it take the picture you know have it printed out and frame True. it yeah it's a pretty high quality <laughs> picture that i put on instagram on the nerd school podcast you can see those that ruined i ruined my whole entire they're in my pocket god damn it uh, do you uh do you yeah. think we should have a weekly or uh, regular feature on the show called State of the Art Star, and then just Art says something he's mad about or yeah. happy about? Was I, was I mad about that? No, no, no. I'm just saying. I just no. State of the Art. I thought that'd be a great title for a bit State where Art, art just talks about something. Something he's mad that about. grinds my gears. Well, something I was like that, yeah. I was saying we do need to have everybody. We need to have some like. Uh, segments more than just us going through the movies like we need to have each like tiffany and we already kind of do i mean you guys all kind of do your niche thing but we just do it while we're in the process while we're doing it but try to talk about the movies (laughs) like every segment needs a little theme like or some state of the art and then uh maybe art says here's what i'm mad about i can't do armpit farts anymore or something like that and then uh i could never do armpit farts yeah me neither so I just assumed everyone else could. You don't we don't talk about doing those things. No, we don't. I simply do not the end. Now I like it. If we don't even if we don't put it in this hour, then we still need to record those and make reels because that's where engagement is. It's reels and we need some of that content. Yeah, word up. So yeah, if you guys have any pictures, let's put them on our hey. Instagram. I'll put a picture of us with Larry Hama if we didn't already send that out. Um, Art, I think I sent all my of... pictures to TBK. Can, can yeah. you can you can you talk about the experience, Joe, with the uh, Larry Hama, like how uh, how it came to be the picture? Uh, yeah. So <laughs> Art was like, "Let's go get our picture with them." No, uh, no, no. Let's say this right. Let's say this right. 
Uh, I like how you're forcing him to tell what the am story. I, what am I you should just tell the story. I was like, yeah. no, I didn't say. No, him. I was like, I was. Yeah, you said. I said, hey, he's an old man. That's not bothering. You was you was excited about this 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 panel. Yeah. I was like, hey, maybe you should see if he. Maybe you should see if he'll take a picture. Well, I had that's another, what I said to you. I had my hand up when the panel ended because I had another question for him. So I thought, well, I can just ask my question. But I also, as I approached him. I remember I remember the 900 times I've worked events where artists are coming out to meet and greet with fans and they never seem I guess they're kind of excited about it but they they just seem like it's a chore and I was like I don't want to be somebody that causes a chore for this guy you know like yeah that was part part of what soured me on being a comics journalist at all cuz every time you like interview someone you felt like you were the worst part of their day yeah Aww. Like uh, there was a, there was a time, it wasn't initially always comics, but like I got to do a press junket for the proposal that uh, movie. Yeah. And uh, I got to interview Betty White. I was very excited about it. And then uh, as I'm going in interviewer, I was like, oh, this is going to be great. And they said, yeah, you're her 60th person this morning. And then like, you only, you you walk in, you get like five or six minutes or whatever to get a soundbite or whatever. And then you're like, like Betty White yeah, those has done like- 60 interviews and it's not even noon. And so like I immediately was like, oh, I'm an imposition. I'm awful. I mean, that it's part of the woman. job. It's part of why they make the money is they, they have to glad hand everybody and talk to people. But it's like it just it takes the wind out of your sails when you're doing that. So I get why you didn't want to bother well, him. And here's the thing. And this is me. I feel as an am my take as an artist. I feel like, okay, let's say if I'm creating, you know, any, anything I'm creating and people are really, they're consuming it, right? And I feel like if they're not consuming what I'm creating, I, you know, it, it affects my livelihood to some extent. So mm. it's like, I'm like, as much as our star hates small talk, <laughs> he thinks it's the epitome of bullshit. Like if I'm sitting there, <laughs> like if someone comes up to me and be like, hey, art star. Can I get a picture with you? I'll be like, oh shit, okay, sure, no well, problem. We, they did Jump that in. to us, and we love right, it. right, but right. Because we're so not like, asked so, that every day. <laughs> but so when, so when, when I, when so when I ask them, like, why don't you just go and just ask them? What's worst thing you can say is no, kind of thing. So I walk. So Joe, like, ah, yeah. I'm like, what is this? Like, I was not expecting that from Joe, Mister. Uh, let's get everybody drunk. Let's uh, let's ask Art Star. <laughs> do he want some of Mark Marin's salty nuts? I was not expecting <laughs> I was not expecting that from Joe. So I was like, "Excuse me, is it okay if we get a picture?" He's like, "Sure, no problem." I will you know say he was, he was uh, happy to do it. I will say Mark Marin. You know, he just did had his show, and he he uh, was gonna walk outside, and I said, "Oh, you don't want to walk outside because that's where everybody tries to get your autograph." And he was like, "Ah, they won't be there for me." And I was like, "I don't know. They know that's the stage door." We walked out, and some people were walking by, and they weren't really there but then they saw him and they're like oh hey great show uh, can we get a picture with you and he he was kind of like yeah and then he was kind of like looking around you, you could tell he kind of was like kind of hoping people might want to take a picture with him maybe and nobody <laughs> was around and he's like well i guess i'll go through the lobby i was like are you kidding me why do you even go through the lobby everybody's out there like they're gonna mob you he's like no nah, it's fine I'll, they won't I'll i mean part of you <laughs> wants it's some days you want nothing from people mm-hmm. and some days you're like it'd be you nice for right, people to acknowledge right. that i just did something that was cool yeah sometimes you want a little feedback probably i mean yeah. he just got done talking for two hours so he probably wanted somebody to say like hey it was good 
Um, but yeah, I mean, he's a he's a kind of a down to earth guy. But yeah, um, and but if you've listened to enough of his podcast, you know he's kind of always about like he's. <laughs> he's entertainingly jealous of everyone else's success yeah, so he's always <laughs> doing the thing yeah uh but back to larry hama one thing other thing he said uh was he, he was talking about how when marvel was really struggling uh how gi joe and transformers really kind of saved the company he feels yeah uh and they yeah were so big the transformers early transformers comics which is how i started on comic books really aside from like the like few random single issues we had floating around our house uh, was a lot of that same thing. We're like, here are the toys you have to introduce in this issue. Yeah. Go with that. And uh, and somehow it managed to stick. Like it started as a four issue limited series and then it went to 80 issues and uh, with separate comics in England, like weaving around the American comic stories with other characters they weren't using. So it was really very like, kind of unique in that way i think yeah. but anyway yeah and well, i just looked up to i found out there's like a british version of sergeant slaughter uh <laughs> and and that there's an action figure of it that's going for like <laughs> oh i say you you dollars <laughs> huh did he have a like sergeant slaughter calling people maggots with a british accent i think his <laughs> name was sergeant savage or something uh uh, <laughs> no, Sergeant. Sergeant, uh, I can't think of anything British that would be funny. That's not slaughter. Uh, Sergeant Slaughter. Lieutenant Slaughter. <laughs> Lieutenant, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, I can't remember what it was called. Constable anyway, Slaughter. But it's it's like super expensive. Uh, whatever it was, it's like they made. Joe's, Joe's looking up shit to buy. Look at no, no, memorabilia. I know now Say he's that. in this right. mood. He's got right. all the all the things. No, definitely not. Uh, yeah, I can't remember. There was something else I was gonna say, but I guess I don't. What? So what about you guys? How did you guys feel about the floor? And what did you? What else did you see? Anything else that you guys kind of want to mention? I, I kind of wanted to ask what your favorite costume that you saw, cosplay that you saw mm-hmm. going on. Just given what you saw I there. I guess I, I'm really surprised how much, how many Spider-Men I saw. It was like. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot of spider of, action. A lot of fucking Spider-Men. Um, I, I guess I really, probably the guy that we talked to that was excited. He came to one of our panels uh, as we were, we were waiting there towards the end. And he oh, was yeah. Dressed, he was dressed up like. Uh, uh, Moranis from Ghostbusters. Rick Moranis <laughs> from Ghostbusters. That yes, was pretty some. clever. Uh, that was probably my favorite. Uh, but seeing that one pyramid head woman walking around, she's had a pyramid on her head, nothing else. Uh, that was kind of funny. Um, yeah, I don't know. There was just, there was a lot was of people. A lot. It was so many, but I do have one beef to pick with Joe because he tried to say that Disney also doesn't count in comic cons. And I was like, it does Joe. And I will note that there were princesses walking the floor and a reminder to Joe that Marvel is a part of Disney's world and Disney has its own fandom. It is, it is large. There is a large adult fandom of Disney. So oh yeah. It counts. Well, even, even, what is it, it counts. Guess- but is it nerdy though? Yes. Count as nerdy? No, how many adults do you know? Do you think Disney adults are non-nerdy? Let's be real. So, so Tommy is the perfect example. He's the ultimate Disney adult nerd and he wouldn't, 
would never go to Comic Con, Heroes Con. But he'd go. He'd probably go to Disney. Does he go to Disney World? I don't think he would consider himself a nerd, though. Yeah, he's not. He doesn't consider. But that's a specific person. I'm telling you, walks around the ninety percent of my content on my IG is other (laughs) Disney adults. Yeah, and it's you want to talk about cosplaying and bounding to the max. It's Disney adults. I never heard of bounding. What's that? We, We've we talked, talked about, about it several <laughs> times on this show. <laughs> Jeez, Joe. That's oh, that well, Joe. Well, okay, while we're take picking, two steps uh, forward and three steps back. While we're that picking, could be, while that could we're, be Joe's segment. Joe's segment could start up like, oh, that Joe. Okay, while we're picking bones, TBJ, uh, I was listening back to some audio, and I just was reminded of the trivia that you failed and I got right uh, for uh, nerd trivia for Marvel. We did. All right, so we're at the nerd convention, and I just, I just helped one of the professors answer a question. I told y'all yesterday my brain was mush. I meant it. That's okay. I couldn't even but remember. But don't who- I get extra credit for that? I told her who Cassie was. I knew that. It's rigged. It always goes spin again, and it's always trivia. Hey, Andy, better. Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Whoa. <laughs> True or false? Hawkeye's dumb because he just has a bow and arrow. Not dumb. You, well, you couldn't name you couldn't name Ant Man's daughter. Uh, and- I had a hell of brain fart. <laughs> I said it when it happened. I said, guys, I'm not going to be able to answer this, but I will remind the audience, just like I will remind my team, <laughs> that I was hella tired that weekend. Uh, and so while the guys were out at drawing. And drinking, Tiffany was in bed. Like she literally was messaging you guys from pictures in bed. Well, um, yeah, you were in each bed. day and Saturday. I literally worked two shows and ran over to do our thing and came back. So when I say my brain was mush, well, the three of us guys, you don't know this, but after the sip and draw, drink and draw, we all blacked out. We didn't know what happened. We both, we all three woke woke up in puddles of our own vomit. <laughs> Uh, completely nude in an alley behind the Comic Con. Was it an accident, Joe, or was this a plot that you planned? <laughs> well, we, start. we did roof we ourselves. Uh, you would have. You would. <laughs> you would. I will note, P.S., um, from this weekend of going to Heroes Con and um, you guys, I don't think you guys were there yet, but Andy was there when I ran into two teenagers and I was like, hey guys, I know your mom and I'm not stranger dangering you. I know your mom. <laughs> you have. I knew them by their costumes. But what happened is that sparked a conversation with their mom who went back to listen to our podcast and she didn't oh. start from the beginning. She started with Scott Pilgrim. And then we had a whole conversation about one, she's loving the podcast. So if you listen, hey, Karen. Yay, um, but Karen. two, Hi. She, we started a conversation based on what we were talking about in Scott Pilgrim and uh, high school girls dating grownups and all that jazz. And she told me this, this interesting story about one of her high school friends having an adult boyfriend and all that mess. But all that to say, our content sparking conversation. That's right. But that whole conversation sparked from being on the floor at Heroes Con and recognizing two cosplayers. That's pretty exactly. Yeah. So I'm That's looking, awesome. Yeah, I'm just looking at our numbers, and they are going up a little bit. Uh, yeah, I mean, my favorite thing about Heroes Con and this particular event is all ages, right? There was 
yeah. adults. There were whole families. Yeah. Like when I went to the Star Wars draw, there was like a couple and they had four or five kids. Like they were all there. Like whole families showed up, young, old. There was no age limit to the nerdiness that was there. Well, I seen a family come in and they all was cosplaying as the Bat family. I love it. <laughs> yeah, there were so many cool cosplay families. I was like, this is phenomenal. There, there was a couple both I think there were a couple both dressed as Spider Gwen, which I really liked. I yeah, seen yeah, a couple I, I seen a couple one. I think and Tiffany got at me for taking a pic because of the picture, but they were they was one was Spider Gwen and the other one was Miles Morales. There you walking go. Away. Yes. No, take the picture. You were just taking it like a creeper on the side. You can see <laughs> it and be like, can, I, can I have a picture? That's all you had to do, Art. You were like saying at, at, at the time, at the time, I wasn't even thinking about that. I was just literally saying because I, I said I'm gonna go downstairs and just get some footage of stuff as I walk around. I didn't, I wasn't going down and be like, hey, hey, can I take a picture? I wasn't going around. You should have because you were giving like, off stalker vibes, <laughs> taking it from the side as people. See, that's I, I've done that just because I don't want to like. The entire day is, hey, can I take a picture? Hey, can I take a picture? Hey, can I take? I'm just like, can I get a picture while someone else is taking a picture? So I don't. Yeah, have to I mean, but them. Andy, I, that I, makes sense if they're already stopped. But if I showed you the way that Art was taking the picture, it literally um, was him standing to the side as they were walking by, enough. like I, I he was that. a private investigator or a stalker. I, like those were like the vibes. You're trying to paint me as a stalker because I'm a thief, but it's okay. Yeah. Listen, you got some tendencies, okay. as I'm saying. It's okay. It's no, okay. but. Andy, like you said, if someone was already stopped, you can get a picture of them that looks decent, or if yeah. they're browsing, you without harassing them. No, art was creepy. They were creepy. <laughs> yeah, there's ways to do it either way. Yeah, so it's okay. I appreciate art. Art was. I don't think you do. Listen, I, I do. Art think, jumps in I... and helps me out with our social media, and I appreciate it to the max. That's right. Wow. To See, the there's... max. And you heard it here now, folks. Art, because I'm not saying this ever again. So you better take the you better take the appreciation <laughs> today. <laughs> this isn't happening anymore. You say that now, but it will. I'm, I'm t- telling you, I'm wearing you down. Yeah, no, I'm wearing you're you down. You will be my hard. you will be my apprentice. Nope. <laughs> Tiffany will not walk on the dark side. I'm too angelic. I don't know what's wrong with y'all. <laughs> that that's what no. that's what's going to make you the perfect apprentice. No. People have never see it coming. Nope. <laughs> and they will never see TBJ coming. Yeah. No, thank you. I will sit on the side with my blue lightsaber. It's cool. <laughs> I, one of the thoughts I had about this was to whether or not we should do the the tournaments we ran at the Heroes Con except amongst ourselves because we were just tiebreakers. Alright, it's a tie. Let me break the tie. Alright. Ant-Man, Spider-Man 2? I gotta go Spider-Man 2. I'm on Spider-Man 2. Same. What do you guys think? Art? Ant-Man. Alright, Joe? I haven't seen Spider-Man 2, so, so I gotta go with Ant-Man. And then we're still tied, because it's 2 and 2. <laughs> so now right. we need a debate. Who's got a 2? Oh, oh, no! Wait, what did he say? This guy! Spider-Man 2, there's no no way home. Exactly. Okay. Wait, what does he say? So like you can't have Endgame without Ant Man. Because- and that part, and that's the biggest Avengers release so far. 
There you go. I said Judy Greer is wasted in Ant-Man, whereas everybody in Spider-Man 2 is giving it their all. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, Judy Greer shout-out. I'm going to give it to uh, Spider-Man 2. That's a close one. It was an overtime. We reserve the right. You can sue the referee later. We reserve the right to make our own random choices at random times. Yeah. yeah and we just announcing thing. Yeah. We, we let the audience decide the winners. And uh, although Joe hasn't seen like half of them, so we, we could do it. We could do it with the first three phases of MCU that we've already been through. Well, I was thinking we should do it and just and if you Two haven't seen things. either one of them, <clears throat> you can just you say yeah, which yeah. one hits you. Like, which one would you rather watch? Yeah. There you go. Like which one would you like, rather? Would you rather? Yeah. yeah. Would you rather like, watch? I'm not that enthusiastic about that. You don't have to do it today, <laughs> Joe. Good yeah, yeah. Well, I was just gonna say, hey, put it out to our new listeners and see if they'd like to yeah. hear us go over those, except with our choices instead of. Yes. We, we're just Joe's so gonna tease you. MCU. Yeah, that's like, true. That's when we gotta get to Star Wars. Still, that's gonna be after the MCU, right? When we catch up. And that'll be an interesting discussion. Do we watch it in order of release or order chronological order? I just assume that's what we're going to do. I mean, mean, it it is to tackle the Potter world. I'm just saying. Yeah, maybe. There's a lot there, y'all. You know what? Harry Potter is. I would not be a professor of Harry Potter. I would be. uh, I would be not exactly learning because I know a lot of by osmosis. I thought we don't want to support an anti-trans. Person. We are not putting money in her pockets. The the we are not going out and buying new merch. P.S. I just got an infringement um case from them because I had a Harry Potter card in my Etsy shop, and I had actually been accidentally wrote Harry Potter in the description instead of wizard because oh. that's how you get away with it on Etsy. Oh, and so I, I just got a a ding from Warner Studios. Um, fun fact. Tiffany's well, in trouble. For you. They're coming for you. It's yeah. rare. I was like, dang. Do you know how many I literally have in my Etsy shop? I have three Star Wars cards and I name them by character. It's a Chewbacca card, there's a Darth Vader card, and there's a Leia card. Nothing. Marvel's like, whatever. I don't care. You make a cute card. But uh, Harry Potter was like, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. So, okay, fine, if we don't do Harry Potter now, but I would like us to cover it because that is a niche. And while we don't support the writer of the books, we do, the the fandom is its own beast. It's its own beast. And by not doing it now, we've got two more phases of MCU and stuff to get through too. Yeah. Not to mention our summer break movies. We still got two more to watch. Uh, Well, I just watched The Losers last night, which is our next movie. but I believe you haven't watched it yet, TBJ. No, it literally was on my list all day today. But being off yesterday was not helpful to my workload. Today. I did want to ask: Is there are we allowed to uh, put up for the summer movie selection? Are we allowed to put up hardcore porn? No, <laughs> no. unless you you do the ones unless you do Barbarella. No, they dress up like superheroes. There's a no. lot of they, they do parodies of MCU movies. Well, who wants to watch that? Like, that's for your OnlyFans, Joe. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to see. I don't want to really watch it. I just want to hear Tiffany react to it. Like, <laughs> oh, Here's the thing. I will know. I am not anti the corn industry. I am anti <laughs> some of the misogynistic takes inside the corn industry. Are you there's saying corn? Ethical, there's <laughs> yeah, ethical corn. Yep. There's ethical <laughs> corn in the world. Do you like? 
Cream corn? I thought you said corn. I, I did say corn. Now <laughs> <laughs> you know that's what people say on social media so they don't get their they do? accounts taken down. Yeah, I didn't know corn. that. They And they put the corn emoji. Get with it, Joe. Oh my gosh, um, I'm so far behind on that. So, no, there is ethical porn. There are creators who are who make ethical corn, porn with women who make sure they have consent. They are yeah, not trying right. to get yeah, them. Sure. Yeah. So, I am not anti-porn. But I'm not watching it just for the hell of it because someone put on a superhero <laughs> costume. I'm too old for that. But another question for TBJ: Should I open my Jam Master J? No, figures? you gotta leave him. Leave him in. I want to play him them. just like that. But the so, cor- it, the corner I, of it is messed up. So this is what I that. told him. I was telling Joe. So what you do is you get you buy two. one to open, yeah, and one to, you know. Here's what, wanna, here's what maybe want. Here's what maybe sickness. Here's what maybe want to play with it. Look, he's got holes in the bottom of his feet, which means you can put him on like vehicles. You can put him on the Death Star and the Millennium Falcon. If and I let have. it roll out. Jam Master right. J action figure is what I have. Yes, Punch it, Chewy. Um. Anyway, that so <laughs> we had a great time at Heroes Con. We're very honored, honored to be part of it. Uh, shout out to Andy Mansell. Sorry. I got some uh, indigestion <laughs> from my beer that I just. Yes. Uh, shout out to Andy Manzel for coming up with the idea and putting us on it and getting us some more some feedback and listeners. Shout out to you listeners for coming. Yes. And interacting yes. with us and arguing with TBJ. Listen, <laughs> I got made no it a money, lot of fun. So you guys can hit us on our social media if you've got more arguments as you listen to our podcast. But I have a feeling once you listen to our podcast, your arguments will be less with TBJ and more with Art Star. Or- oh, <laughs> wow. Wow. I think if anything, they'd be like, oh, that guy's pretty fucking cool. No, that's not what normally happens on the podcast. And you know it. People who are like, oh, my <laughs> God, guy, I love it. Except I was really that mad guy's at one guy. pretty fucking it's cool. It's generally you, Art Star, that they oh, get angry with. You know what? I forgot, speaking of you getting angry at Art Star, do we even tell TBJ what you drew at the draw and drink and draw? Oh, yeah. I drew, drew a, a, drunk, a drunk Batman logo. He drew a oh, Batman logo and sold it. And the other thing is... A, a Batman fam- logo wasn't drunk. He was oh. drunk while he was drawing it. <laughs> <laughs> a famous artist sat down in our table, oh, too. Guy Gilchrist. Guy Gilchrist. There you go. He does the Muppet comic books, which I didn't know there were. Uh, he sat down, and I bumped the table after a couple beers. And <laughs> right, he, but the, the coolest like thing that. was when he sat down, he was like, is there anything to fucking? It is, I don't even say fucking. Like, God, is there anything you could actually draw with around here? And Joe yeah. was like, "Here, you can have the black." It was like the whole like. I guess I felt like it was the main Joe Green little kid commercial. That <laughs> kind of thing. Joe yeah, was like, the, "Here, the soda can, can you guys, right? <laughs> you guys, he he met you at your drunkest. You needed adult supervision. Well, I wasn't drunk at all because it was only a beer and a half. So I don't know why Art was drunk, but we uh, know he's a lightweight. <laughs> we discovered this the last time we had a nerdy night in. Like, yeah. and it was guys. funny because I kept lifting my glass up, like, "Why is it drink? Why is their beer keep appearing?" And I just kept drinking. <laughs> Oh, that, yeah. that reminds me, though. We're doing another Nerdy Night Out for the Comedy Festival, aren't we? Yeah, August we 20th is the Nerd Debate. Uh, the, Heroes the, debate. Another Heroes Debate. Yeah. yeah. In general, let's tell if you if the, this should come out. It's July. 
uh listeners if you're if you're listening to this get a ticket to the queen city comedy fest because there's lots of cool things yeah there is artists coming in but there's lots of local artists doing cool things including us yeah we got weird owls our headliner queen city yep. comedy experience we got comedy bang bang coming to town Second comedy city. bang 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 uh, a lot of cool stuff plus bang, a lot of bang, local bang. comedians so those of you who are at heroes Con, bang, bang. and you're still in charlotte or you bang, live bang, in charlotte bang. check it out bang, bang, bang. the nerd school podcast will be at the heroes debate on august 20th at discovery place and tbj will be performing at ladies who rock ladies on who the rock 16th. august 16th yeah so yeah because uh, i'm also a badass storyteller that's the next august 20th the next nerd school public appearance yeah so if you want to come see us at discovery place science uh, science <laughs> and you can drink we're gonna have beers in there oh, yeah. everybody science. can drink beers except art stuff but Art Star will be shirtless. <laughs> that's only for the OnlyFans, Joe. We can't make money if you keep trying to release OnlyFans content. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Before that's, there, that's OnlyFans content. <laughs> there will be no moves. <laughs> <laughs> there will be no moves. You should have an, an only an OnlyFans account, but but the only thing that happens on there is uh, TBJ actually says Excelsior. <laughs> right. Listen, if people will pay money for that. I will say it behind a paywall. Or, or we won't <laughs> say it for free. All right. We know TBJ's got a price. Listen, there's a price for everything. Mm-hmm. Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase. Everybody's got a price. <laughs> <laughs> well, with All that, right. does anybody have anything else to add about Heroes Con or what they got? Or took it, was a, it was a really fun time. There's always yeah. a lot of cool stuff there, but it's relaxed. It's not as uh, like bumper to bumper as like the, the biggest like san diego con is which is what i was i had i went there every year for for like a decade or so and it's a lot more chill and i like it all right like a lot you got breathing room not everybody smells (laughs) (laughs) some people do but not you said that was nerd you can get away from them if they do is what I'm saying. Yeah, you have enough. San Diego Comic Con is like you're shoulder to shoulder almost the whole time, just trying to weave through big crowds of people, because that's where all the, like the movie stuff is going on and all the the fancy pants stuff is. Listen, we'll be there one day when Marvel go ahead and throws me a check, so I can just be behind the scenes peeking uh, into stuff. Marvel's trying to get away there. from doing San Diego Comic Cons, I believe, because they're not even going to be there this year. Really? They're doing yeah. They're, no, they're they're storing that stuff at D twenty three. Oh, ah, that makes Disney's, sense. Disney's yeah. got their own convention. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Oh, yeah. Of course. Well, it's been D It's been around for a while, right. but it hasn't heavily focused on the superhero aspect of Disney's um, catalog. So oh, I think they're going to work yeah. all of it in. That is my goal to also be their art star. So if Disney wants to throw me a coin, um, or throw me a job. <laughs> it was neat when when i when i got back from heroes con i rewatched the the episode of marvel girl the first episode of marvel girl where she goes to the event ms marvel ms marvel (laughs) what did i say marvel 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 girl Girl. marvel girl is a different character who's that who's marvel that's uh gene gray of the x-men one of the original five x-men all right ms marvel sorry where she goes the avengers con i don't know if you've seen it yet but uh, it was really cool, and I, I told my daughter, I was like, hey, that's basically what we were at. Uh, we <laughs> we performed at, presented at, and had people uh, listen to us. My daughter was so you're impressed. such a fucking nerd. <laughs> Why? You're such a fucking nerd, Joe. 
He's just excited that you are coming into your nerdness. Yeah, we were at Avengers Con, basically. I feel like if they had an Avengers Con in the MC, like I figured that they should have had at least like somebody there uh that's Signing been in the autograph. mcu like like some celebrity had to be should have been like happy hogan or somebody yeah he <laughs> or i'm surprised it. that you know that uh, there has an article today about how they talk about ant-man so much in this in this marvel surprised they didn't have scott in it you know maybe he has to carry well, me on know, last about say, we got a few know. episodes left of that and yeah. when you're speaking yeah. of washed up people virgil never i didn't see virgil at heroes con oh you're right you lied i didn't say virgil either he said he would definitely be there. Promise. <laughs> you know, it's it's been a while. Maybe he's uh given up the racket. We did debate. Art and I were debating because we passed where Larry Hama was going to be signing autographs, and they said he would sign your your stuff for free if he makes it out to you and put your name on it. But if it's just a blank Larry Hama, it's ten bucks. I don't blame him because he knows the ones who are not specifically going out to them are going to go sell it. So he's like, if it's for you, I got you. If you're about to take it and sell it, I understand. That's cool. So we debated on, he was gone on a break. So we debated on getting my Cobra Commander action figure box signed. Uh, But we, again, I didn't want to bother him. Art was like, bother him, bother him. Who cares? Who cares about stupid Larry Hama and his bullshit? And I was like, no, I I respect him as a person. uh, And I don't want to bother him. Art's like, fuck him. Right, we just throw your partner <laughs> under the bus, Joe. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm like, out. I'm sitting there like laughing. Now you're I'm like, like wow. Art start under the bus. Like, right. I'm just that's upset. your alliance in this whole podcast. Art, Art bullied me. He bullied me into buying <laughs> Cobra Commander. Just roll me up and just like. Right? Listen, Andy, we might win because they're breaking up. He yeah. bullied me into buying Cobra Commanders. all I'm saying. I, I wasn't going to buy him. He is I, a Seth. I, He's a bully. <laughs> well, he told you this, Joe. He didn't hide it from him. You, you partnered with him. It's but, on you. But I do love him. Oh, man. Yes. This is just going to be like a really long laugh track. <laughs> Listen, I just like the day where you two take each other down and then left in the, in the success flames of domination in nerd school is... I, yeah. TJ and Andy. I think that Cobra Commander is one I've probably thought about getting to because the, the face plate is the coolest. The hooded Cobra Commander was always lame. Well, we also talked about Art said that you can't get the hooded one anymore because everybody thinks he's like a <coughs> clan, uh, clan member or something. Well, good. Because that's it was, it was creepy like that. It was the blue hood. Well, it's, it, was, also it was lame. That- it's just like, you just have a cloth over your head. You're stupid. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I also said it's probably cool helmets are who probably because those some most of these figures you can pop the heads off of them, so someone probably could three D print a hooded yeah. head and just you know. Are you gonna open your Kylo? Your Kylo there? I don't I don't think so. But I have been debating on just because taking it to work all of the time, right? And just having it like the date, the times that I worked, <laughs> just having it on the desk uh-huh. and just have people cool. you know random stage and like, oh cool. I'm like, yeah. And then you're gonna see it knocked over. I'm just gonna <laughs> I would, then when I know TBJ coming, I'm like show a tour, and then she'll be like, Okay, I give up, I'll be your friend. <laughs> there's, there's no giving up. TBJ Dang. is a horse, and if Tauruses are anything, it is stubborn. So there will be no I'm like dang, okay, no all right. You twisted my arm. Leia is my queen. There will be no, there will be no dark sides. Well, thanks for listening, Nerd Hive. 
Appreciate you guys. Later, nerds. Word up. We're going to be back uh, talking about the losers. The Nerd School Podcast. QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com Listen, people can make fun of me for my holiday movies all we want to, but I'm like, are you alive? Did I fuss at you today? <laughs> Did I yell about anything? All right, then. You're welcome. You better thank Hallmark for keeping me safe. <laughs>